What's good, people? Episode 8 of Cafe Con Luis. And today's guest is Mr. Ricky Ferrari. So, Ricky is a fellow coach. It's a really good episode, guys. We cover a lot of things with regards to mindset, things that you've put into your body, the pandemic, being happy all the time, instant gratification, and the accountability of having a coach, plus a whole, whole lot more. I think this is a, a really, really good episode, guys. So make sure you watch the whole thing. Make sure you hit up Ricky on socials. Send us some love. Let us know what you think of the podcast. And I hope you enjoy this episode. There we go. We are live. All right. Welcome aboard. How's it going? Not too bad, mate. Thanks for having yeah. me. But yeah, 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 thank, yeah. Thanks for coming on, mate. So, uh, Absolutely no problem. I mean, I've put you on Instagram anyway, so hopefully people have seen your page. But just uh, introduce yourself for the people listening. Right, so I'm Ricky Ferrari at Ferrari Fitness 93 on Instagram. Um, yes, mate, I'm just all about mindset, getting into the gym and trying to impact as many people as possible about the values of, of being in shape and, and how that can really improve your mental health. I've been through the journey. I used to be a big guy, um, which I think sets me apart from a lot of uh, PTs out there where I, I used to be 20 stone. And I think I can relate to a lot of bigger, bigger people out there. And, um, you know, they don't always want someone who's uh, shredded. And I can't say that I am shredded, <laughs> but <laughs> I like to think I look after myself and, that's that's what it's all about and increasing increasing uh, the mental health and stuff like that is is what it's all about mate amazing amazing and you're a fellow gooner as well which, uh, that's it mate. that's it i'm an arsenal fan but you know for the last uh, you know you know the story as well the last couple of seasons it's been a bit oh of, uh, god well and the rest and the rest <laughs> <laughs> it's been a bit of a dread even for i'd say 10 years but you know we're still we're still a shout out to england by the way um I'm all about that. Um, did the country proud and it was absolutely amazing to see people in the in the, in the stadium. And I think mm. that's uh that brought the country together, you know, and that's yeah. and that's and that's the that's the value of football, really brings people together. And uh no, it was great, great to watch. And yeah, obviously it's my second team, third team, Spain. Um obviously <laughs> I've, got to, I've got to support the Italians as well, but um living in Spain. It's a bit. It's um. It's a big thing over here as well, and I know yeah. that you're a fan as well. So uh, it's going to be interesting. The last eight. Well, it is. Be. It's going to be very, very interesting. <laughs> uh, I'd much rather be watching it from Spain than England, but well, you, you, know, you win some, you lose some. Exactly, mate. You win some, you lose that, and that's what <laughs> life's all about. That's what life's all about. Exactly that. Right. Well, let's get into a little bit about. We're going to be talking about your journey, and then we'll cover off certain little subjects. Yeah, for just, sure. Just branching off that, so. What are the sort of things? Well, what do you before fitness? Like, before, what were you like before? Before this, you said you were twenty stone before. 20, 20 stone, mate. Um, big guy. Uh, I went to drama school. Wanted to be an actor, and that's um, studied there. And I really, really loved it. And I wanted to go and be an actor, but I didn't have the confidence. Like in in the acting game, you've got to sell yourself. And being the size that I was, I really, really lacked confidence any sort of self-esteem and I thought to myself how can I if I'm not confident in myself how can I actually go out and sell myself and try and be an actor when deep down you know I'm not I don't value myself and value my ability because I lack the confidence and and that's the thing with most career choices and and going out and, and doing things is that you need the confidence and when I was I just didn't have it and I really wanted to, to become an actor and 
it's just it's something that I want to visit, Lou. In a couple of years, I'm, I'm I've got other another vision now, mm-hmm. and that's uh, it's helping people where I used to be. And I was, you know, I had no confidence. I was, I was into, you know, drugs, smoking weed, doing coke, going out, getting pissed. I, I didn't really, I had no attention on lifestyle and fitness. And that's where my life really changed is that there's always um, an event in your life that happens and it kickstarts something. It's mm-hmm. some, for some people, it's, you know, they have a health scare. Um, for me, I I got dumped basically um, okay. because of my lifestyle and stuff. I didn't really care. And I had a relationship with a, with a girl for three years. And then one day just bang, it ended. And I was like, and it was because of the lifestyle I was leading because I was getting mm-hmm. pissed. I didn't really care. I didn't really value her. And I was just, I was, I was a slob, mate. I was a slob. I didn't look after myself and that really kickstarted everything. So I got myself in the gym and, I just became addicted to it. I've always been into sport, you know. I've always liked, like we mentioned there, like I've always been into my football, um, playing rugby. But it just as I got older, I just sort of other thing, you know, being a life took over, and I was doing, yeah. like I say, doing drugs, going out and getting pissed, and I was enjoying that more than anything else. And it sort of I went down the wrong path. But I think. You know, a lot of people do it, Lewis. You know, I think, yeah, I was going to say something that people can resonate with. I think. I mean, I've I've had. I think everyone has that. Well, maybe not everyone. A lot of people have that stage where you're going through the like druggy sort of part. Um, I'm not gonna say everyone, but uh, it seems to be quite a quite a norm now. Like living for the weekend and you're going out, either getting pissed, and then next thing you know, you're in a bloody kitchen at seven o'clock in the morning. Do you know what I mean? It seems to be there's all like memes. There's so many memes. I see it like all over TikTok and things like that. That's it. It mate. seems to be like a almost like becoming a normal, which is quite strange. It is like, I mean, you've got things like Ketflix and pills and stuff like yeah. that. People, people like, because they resonate with that. And that's why it's got so many followers. And it's just, that was the life that I was leading. I'm not afraid to admit it. I was, a, I was all over the place. But once I started getting myself into the gym and working out and started like losing weight, I was like, fuck, I feel, I feel good. I feel like, mm. what's, why didn't I do this before? And that's what the, and that's what I think a lot of people don't realize. And especially some of my clients that I coach, they're like, fucking hell, my, I feel my life's changed um, because I've just, I've, I've invested in myself and the importance of, of being healthy. But because it's not, as you mentioned, the norm, it's, you, you're, you know, people call you a fitness freak. It's like, yeah, yeah. What's, what's the problem with that? Like, Literally. People, and, and people only take the piss when they don't have full understanding of why you'll do it. That's why, they, mm. that's why, that's in my opinion anyway, people, yeah. people mock things because they don't understand it fully. So they'd rather take the piss than realize why you do it. Mm. Um, and, and that's, a, and that was a big thing for me is just forgetting what people think. So what if I'm a fitness freak, it makes me feel good. And the most important thing in this world is how we feel. Mm-hmm. because that dictates the rest of our life you yeah know, if we if we don't feel good if we feel shit if we feel low then everything around us becomes negative and mm-hmm. it's just there's so much more to life and I just found that through getting in shape it's allowed me to explore other areas of what I want to achieve and have a vision and I don't think this would have been possible it wouldn't have been possible with, without getting into the gym and, and concentrating on myself and my, my physical well-being and my mental well-being, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think as well with the, 
with the whole like stage of going out and drinking, I think it, in a weird kind of way, it's, it's almost good because it gives you something to compare it to. So when you're doing one thing, if you've never done it before and you've always been like done things by the book and then you try to get like fit and things like that and then life hits you and you get really sad, you're like, then you're thinking, oh, well, how happy would I be if I start going out and doing this and doing that? But when you've got the two, you can compare them. And realize as well with the whole fitness freak thing, it's, yeah, it's quite like a loose term thrown around. It was like, it's not fitness freaks taking care of yourself. It's like... Mm we're not mental. We're not like eating boiled food and things like that. You're just yeah. having a sort of balance and taking and putting, being mindful of what you're putting inside your body. Exactly. And as I mentioned to you before, like you put garbage in, you're going to get garbage out. Like that's such a big thing for me. Like if you treat your body like shit, don't ex- expect to feel great. But like, you hear it all the time. Oh, I'm never going to drink again. I'm never going to do this again. <laughs> all the time. All the time. <laughs> you say that, but then the next thing you know, you're out on the lash because people are bored. People mm-hmm. are bored, and we, they have no, they they have no focus. They have no targets. They have no mission, and that's really my ethos. Is there's no mental well-being without there's no mental health without physical health, mm-hmm. right? Is and I've gone through that. I mean, I went through a stage of last year during the pandemic of of being suicidal, and I'm happy to talk about it now because I'm over that, but it was because I got myself in shape and I was in the gym and it just, it it empowers you. And I I don't think people realize how empowering it is to feel stronger. And like, Mm -hmm. and I think you're, you're, you know what I'm talking about. Like when you start like lifting weight and you look at yourself and especially resistance trainings, you you Mm -hmm. look at yourself and you can actually see yourself getting stronger and you're just like, fuck. Yeah. what what else am I capable of? And that's the reason I've, I've, I've started a business and I want to help people change their perspective on getting fit and getting away from the norm of going out and getting pissed and getting on it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not telling people not to go out and have a good time. But if you just continue to do that and do that, you, you're always going to have these lulls where you're not feeling good and you you, and I don't want to say the term depression because that's thrown around a lot but a lot of people are fucking miserable mate and like Mm. it's it's sad to see and like especially during a pandemic like I felt a lot of people were left with their thoughts Mm -hmm. and when you're when you can go out and do things, go to gigs, go out with your friends, that sort of goes to the back of your mind. But because we couldn't do that, you just sort of found yourself in, you know, in behind four walls thinking, what the, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what is going yeah. on? And we just, your mind goes into overdrive and you start getting, I'm just creating this anxiety. And I think a lot of people did it. I was like, what am I doing with my life? I can't, you, and there was, there was two choices to make. You either went out, you got pissed and carried on. Like you just went to the shop and just got booze in the house. Mm-hmm. Or you went, right, I've got time to make a serious fucking change. And that's and that's what happened to me, mate. And it was, um, it, it's been life-changing. And, and that all comes from just concentrating on myself, investing in myself, getting into the gym. And it, and I'm so grateful. I'm really grateful that it happened to me because now I know that I can help other people do the same, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like the line of work that we're in. We need to be a lighthouse. You know, we, I, I throw this analogy of you have to guide these people down the right path because we all need support. 
we mm-hmm. all need we're humans we belong in tribes right and um i've got a quote here that says um the way to develop the best that is in a person is by appreciation and encouragement and there's so many people out there who think they're fighting a battle on their own but where we come in and how we can help is by giving encouragement and giving people support and it you'll you'll see it with your clients and i see it with my clients they're like thank you so much for for your help and giving making me accountable and and for not not forcing but having someone to answer to Mm -hmm. and because we're the first people to let ourselves down do you know what i mean 100 percent it, we we do it all we because we we've got no one to be accountable to. We're not going to. We're also the f- sorry, just put it there. We're also the first people to beat ourselves up, and this is where the coach comes in. It, it works both ways. It's meant to we're meant to say either you've got to do this or no, it's it's not as bad as what you thought it was. Yeah, because we we all benefit from support, right? And like when you've, you've these people fight these battles on their own, it's it's really difficult. And mm-hmm. I, I was there and like. I'm fortunate that I had the foresight to see down the, the path that I was going is it was fucked to be honest, mm. mate. It's like what, yeah. what am I what am I doing with my life? What, mm-hmm. what what's happening here? And it's I think it's really important to to note down like your targets and what it is you actually want to achieve. And then if you have someone like us, a coach, someone to be accountable to and 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 helping them along and it's just so beneficial and i don't think people realize that Mm. and like i say we we let ourselves down because no one's busting our balls we don't care we just say oh i've heard it so many times i used to do it i'll start on monday and it gets to the monday nah nah i'll start next week and it's just never never ending cycle and the next thing you know it's six months down the line and you're still in the same position that you was you know and um there's no better time to start than not now, you know. Time waits for no man, as the classic saying is. But so yep. many people put things off, and I hear it all the time. Oh, I lack motivation. I, I lack this. Look, motivation it, it lasts a week. Yeah, it's know? fleeting. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. It's mo- motivation lasts on average a week. You go, yeah, I'm buzzing. I'm gonna get in the gym. That next thing you know, if you haven't started. It's not going to happen, unfortunately. No. And where a coach comes in is that your motivation's high. And what what I build, and you you will do the same, is getting your clients to build habits and routines. Mm. Because discipline trumps motivation every day of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, it will, discipline will always win. Because sometimes you feel I can't be asked going into the gym. I can't be asked prepping my food. You don't, I mean, you don't have to prep food, but just for an example. But when you have a coach on there messaging my clients like come on do what you said you fucking would you said you Mm -hmm. wanted to get in shape i'm here to support you let's get in the gym let's do it you're only you're only going to let yourself down but with a coach is you're letting them down yeah you know what i mean And and like when i when my clients win i win and i fucking like winning do you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and I, i really want the best for my clients and and that's that's the most important thing because you and I are in the game of changing lives and improving mm-hmm. lives, and there's just no better reward than seeing someone go from the bottom to gradually fighting fit and getting to the top. And like, mm-hmm. I fucking love it, honestly. Yeah, it is. It's, it's no, the it's the best feeling. It's, it's definitely the best feeling, thing, my man. Yeah, I think it. the pandemic was a massive. 
I, I even said it after the first one. I think it was probably one of the best things to happen to people to make them, because as you said, you had a lot of time, a lot of time to your thoughts and people looked inwards to think like, what the fuck am I doing? Like if I'm going through the cycle, as you said, I'm never drinking again. I'm never doing this. And then it gets to Wednesday and then something goes on on Friday. Like, oh, fuck it, I'll go out again. And then you're in this constant cycle and loop and loop and loop. And then obviously when it gets to something like the pandemic, as you said, that you've had two choices. You either stay at home and drink. And if you stay at home and drink on your own, oh, I really don't know for you. <laughs> or you try and find something different. And I think the stuff that we do and that we try and teach in our clients is almost in preparation for if something like this happens again because you'll use it, your mind will be programmed to find the positives or find something that you can do to make it a good situation and not be a victim of it. Exactly. And I like what you said that is that we, we are, we are programmed. We're programmed to the, to the, uh, to the negatives, but what, mm-hmm. what our job is, is, is to empower people, you know, mm-hmm. is to, is to give people the, because there's nothing more rewarding than feeling powerful. And I think, just going back to what you said of people just going out drinking is because a lot of people are bored, Lewis. A lot of people don't have any goals. They don't have any targets. They just do the nine to five. They do the weekend, they get pissed. And it really, it's really fucking sad because that's what people think is the norm. But when you have a, when you have something to focus on, you put your energy into something, you know, it's, it's, if you just put your energy into getting pissed, that's what you're going to continue to do. That's just, going to become your routine but if you put your energy into going to the gym trying to work out then it's just it's so much more rewarding you have to treat yourself like i say put garbage in get garbage out it's even when it comes to social media stuff like that what you read about and things it's so so important to look at your palate of what you're reading what you're watching it can all affect your mental state and that, that just, like I say, there's no, there's no mental health without physical health, but the two coincide, you know? Yeah. Um, but that, it's just really important to have a look at what you're reading, what you're digesting. It's not about just social media and, you know, I mean, Love Island's just started and, and people are going to prefer to watch other people's lives than improve their own. And yeah. That's, that's a warning sign for me. Yeah, it's quite sad. But it's definitely true. Everything that you put in, not even just the like food, the thoughts you have. Like even when I was in when I was in Tenerife, I never watched the news. Do you know what? I don't really watch TV. I watch like Netflix or things like that. But my dad always watches the news. And I just sit there with him and watch it. I'm like, how can you watch this? Yeah, okay, some of it's a bit informative, but a lot of it is just like negative shit. And then it just sit, it makes you sit there and think, it doesn't put you in a good mood. You're just watching it and you're like, oh, fucking hell, what a depressing day. Exactly, exactly. And it's just like, if you program, the, the best advice I was given from a Mr. Paul Moore was just fucking turn that shit off. Mm. Just turn, turn that shit off because concentrate, because that will decrease your energy. You watch stuff like that. This many people are dying. This happened. This and that. What's his name's having an affair. And it's just like, why is that even important to me? Mm. It shouldn't be important to me. But people make it an importance because they don't have any focus on their own life. They would prefer to, and that's just really sad, they would prefer to concentrate on someone else's life than their actual own. And that's why I think having a coach and getting someone to work with can help you sort of change that mindset, you know, and really, really put you down the path of, right, this is, investing in yourself, investing in your health. We only get one life, man. 
You mm-hmm. only get one life. And this is something that I learned when I was having a bad patch is that I need to make the most of the one life I've been fucking given. Otherwise, I am wasting my time. I'm wasting. You need to have a vision. We need, we all need to have a vision. We have to have something to focus on. And that's what a lot of people lack because mm-hmm. they would rather, and I'm not, you can, I've, looked, I've, I've watched Love Island. I did it, I've done it before, but it's just not, it's, it's low on my values now. I don't value that. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'd rather improve my life because that's the most important thing. And that's what I really want to drive home. And that's the vision that I have is that, you need to concentrate on what you're doing, not what other people's doing, not what society tells us to do. Concentrate on you, what you want to achieve, what you want to do for your career. And this is all this has all been born out of Lewis, is getting into the gym and getting into shape. It's just it's the compound effect. Once I've got myself into shape and I'm feeling stronger, I'm like, what else can I fucking conquer now? What State of mind. Of course, mate. Because you feel empowered. You want to go out and get, like, I started a business, but other people, you can go out, you feel more confident because you're in shape, your, your mental mm-hmm. state's in flow. I want to go out. I'm going to ask that girl out. I'm going to ask for that raise. I'm going to go for that job. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it, it's a compound effect. And that's what people don't understand. And it's so more rewarding. And mm-hmm. I, I, I put a post up about um, instant gratification and long-term gratification. And like I said to you, like Amazon Prime, you know, Uber Eats, ASOS, we're so obsessed with getting stuff instantly when really it's, it's not about the result. It's about the journey that you go on. It's about mm-hmm. who you become. Life is a growth experience. When you get instant hits of gratification and reward, in my opinion, it means nothing. Yeah. It just, it means nothing. And I, I know you might feel the same. I know you were going through a bit of like a, um, getting yourself shredded and stuff. And you just see that I've seen your, your transformation. You think, well, look at that. Look where I've come and where I am now. But who I became on that journey. It's not yeah. about the transformation. It's what I learned on the, yeah. on the journey, mate. Yeah. I've, I did a post of it during my cut. Um, I called it short-term satisfaction versus long-term gratification. Um mm-hmm. Two, two examples, actually, also on the cut was like going out for the beer, knowing that in the moment, yeah, it would have been nice to have a beer with my mate and watching the football, but is this really going to help me in the long term mm. and things like that. And then again, it's just happened more recently is moving back to the UK. The short term satisfaction, my honestly, my honest to God opinion, I'd rather be in Tenerife. I don't want to be here looking at the shitty rain. It's been depressing for the last five days. Um, and everyone's like, oh, you're so crazy. Why, why are you leaving Tenerife? Because I know in the long term, this is not going to serve me being there. It's not going to serve my business. It's not going to serve my mental health. It's not going to serve me. So I'm going to have to eat shit for a little bit because exactly. I'm looking at the end goal. I'm not looking at the thing right now. And I think this is where people get get caught up and get it wrong is because they're not getting, especially in a fitness journey, they're not getting that short-term fix and they can't mm. see past that into the long-term. But I feel like once you push through, this is what I say to people, it's like just just push through for the first two, two three weeks, get into the habit of doing things because once you start seeing the results, once that ball starts rolling, mm. you, you'll be amazed at what happens. Exactly. And it's a lot of it comes down to patience and people, mm. again, with the instant gratification, oh, I didn't lose weight in two weeks. I'm not seeing any results. Hey, look, if you would have carried on for another two weeks, you might have well have saw some fucking results. And you, mm-hmm. and you, would, have, and you would have done that yourself. 
that's that's without having a coach, you know. But people just they lack the patience, and it's and it is. It, they say patience is a virtue. Patience is a fucking rarity for me. A lot of yeah. people lack. A lot of people lack it. You want to you want to save up for a house. You want to grow your own fruit and veg. You, you want to invest in stocks. Everything that's worth waiting for requires patience because it's about the journey. It's about what happens during that that is the difference maker, and and that's why it's so important to to have a focus, to have a target because you know where you're going instead of like, I use the analogy, fucking, if you don't have a goal or a mission or a target, you could get into a car, stick the sat nav on. If you don't put in a destination, you're going to be fucking driving around in circles. Mm -hmm. You just, you've got nowhere to go. You'll just be loop the loop, the loop the loop. And you'd be like, right, I'm back where I fucking started because that's all you know. And that's why it's important to set yourself goals, to to have patience. And, And all these things can be acquired with a coach because you've got the support you've got someone guiding you in my case you've got someone that's been there and done that and got the double xl t-shirt yeah yeah and and that's the most rewarding thing is is seeing these big guys big girls make a a a life-changing it's not transformation it's just a life-changing switch where it's Mm -hmm. like now, I mean, this is my, like one of my clients I've been working with for six months. He's a big dude like me. It's now a, a habit for him to work out. He doesn't have to work out every day. You don't have to. He does it three, four times a week, lifts his weights, and he now watches what he's food. And he's dropped three and a half stone. And it's just like, it's because he stuck with it. He had the mm-hmm. patience to go through it. And he was seeing the results after a month. And he thought, right, I can fucking do this now. I can yeah. do this. I have the confidence to. And a lot of my clients say to me, and you probably get the same, Lewis, is, oh, I just want to have more confidence. Hey, look, you only get confidence. You you have to achieve confidence. You can't just have confidence. Uber Eats doesn't deliver confidence to your front, to your front door, <laughs> mate. As much as we'd all love it to, it doesn't happen. No. You, have to, you have to achieve confidence. You have to do something to get to a level of confidence. And that's, again being empowered and getting in shape and, and, and just doing something different, just coming out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I feel that's, I feel, do you feel the same? A lot of people are just sort yeah, of Yeah, I think people, I think people are under the misconception as well that they look at these people that are, they deem confident and blah, 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 and think, oh, I want to be like that. But I don't think they appreciate that those people probably are shitting themselves as well a little bit. For instance, Every time I do this podcast, it's what number seven. I still shit myself before I even come on it. I'm friends yeah. like this is this is just a conversation between two people. However, I still get nervous, and it's just something I think that you need to take in your stride. The most confident people are probably shitting it as well, but they're just doing it because they're not gonna. You're never gonna get more confident if you don't do it, as you said. Hoopers don't deliver confidence, but you need to yeah. do it. Otherwise, it's never gonna happen. You're never gonna get. It. You have to achieve it. You have to go through. You have to eat shit unfortunately mm-hmm. you have to because growth life is a growth experience if you don't take the rough with the smooth then you're always going to be in the comfort zone and unfortunately growth doesn't happen in the comfort zone mm-hmm. being comfortable does and staying yeah. still and not moving and just being happy and content with life that's what happens is that people live the nine to five and they're just they're just they're just content. They, 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 they think they've got it all. They think, oh, this is what life's supposed to be. And that's when they just become comfortable. 
They go out, they do the usual, go and get pissed at the weekend. They 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 don't they get their they get their Dutch courage instead. Exactly. And come on, we've all been there. I've, you know, <laughs> I, I, it's it's not it's not. I'm not saying I'm a saint or anything, but it's just there's more rewarding things on the on the table, and it's about it's about veering off and and going down a different path to anyone else. And mm. I've got today my uh, my power message in my journal was be a creator, not a consumer. And this is what you know, be be creative. Don't just consume, 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 because that's when you just become comfortable. Go out of your comfort zone. Go and do something that you've never done before. And I'm telling you now, you won't regret it. It won't be a regret. No. You know? Yeah, the confidence thing as well is I can resonate with that. Obviously, when I touched upon in the in my post about my anxiety and stuff, I had to do things <laughs> to be more confident and to not oh, how can I put it? And not be scared so much anymore. So doing the things that I thought I shit myself. But at the end of the day, it's never gonna. You're never gonna wake up one day and be confident and be like, oh, okay, now I'm brilliant. You literally have to keep on doing these things. So I had to like put myself in situations where I was shit scared and petrified, to then it getting a little bit more normal, and then just keep pushing the boundaries. Every time I got to this this point, right, I'm gonna push it a little bit further, and just keep pushing it and keep pushing it until you get to. I mean, this stage, but even this stage, I wouldn't say, because there's always something that you could be more confident at. You could be more confident at, obviously, this is good talking on podcasts, but if I was to do public speaking or Instagram lives, I'd probably shit myself on camera. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so there's always something that you can be more confident at, but it's in terms of our clients, you're not going to wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm, I'm confident. And I think another good thing as well, in order to gain confidence, I found, is finding something that you're good at and being sure of yourself because that's where you'll get the confidence. This is why I've tried to better myself as a coach because this is something I know I'm good at and this is where I can develop my skills in order to be more confident. Of course. And another thing I want to touch on is, is people thinking they should be happy all the time and happy with where they're at. And they think, look, if you think you should be happy all the time, you're, you're deluded, unfortunately. I know it sounds harsh, but... That's true. That's true. Yeah. Happiness is a transient state. It's, it's a momentary thing. You can't just, if you think you're, the reason people, if you think you should be happy all the time, because that's what people, because that's what you strive for, for happiness, you're going to think something's wrong with you because you're not happy. And that's, mm-hmm. the, that's the problem with some people. They think they don't have the confidence and they think they should just be happy all the time. It's just, that's just never, it's never going to work for you. you get, you're going to think something's wrong with you. And the, and the moment people realise that happiness is, is something that comes and goes, that's when, when you have complete balance. And this is what Dr. John D. Martini talks about. When you have balance and you can see the positives and the negatives, you can be unhappy and you can be happy. That's when you're at your most powerful mm-hmm. because you know that, that life is it's about balance. It's about you know yin and yang. You have to have that. Otherwise, you're never going to be confident. You're never going to, you're always going to be not miserable, but you're going to think, oh, I'm not happy. I'm just, what can I do? And it's just, it's just, it's impossible. You're trying to fight for something that you can't achieve. And if you want to be happy, just think happy thoughts. It's as simple as that. But how shit does that sound? Just, just think, just think happy thoughts. It's just, it's be content. When you're content and you feel powerful, that's when you're at your most powerful. Mm-hmm. You know? I think um, the happiness as well is, oh, I just had it there. 
like I'm I'm not well, I'm not gonna sit here and say we're masters of our emotions and when I'm 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 comfortable being happy, I'm comfortable being sad because I do sit here sometimes and think, oh fuck it, I'm not happy. But then you with the journaling and stuff like that, and I think you'll agree with this one, is when you're looking back at certain points, you'll be like, Well, this isn't gonna last. There is gonna be a point where you're gonna go through certain cycles of when you're not happy and when you are, when you're not, when you are, when you're not. And I think the more you reflect and look back on that, the more that that will be ingrained, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You'll get more comfortable with being happy or being unhappy. Um, and also look at the times when you're, where you are unhappy and what did that teach you? I think that's a, that's a massive one for me. It's like, what, what did it teach me? Where did I improve? And how, is, how are the lessons from that little state of unhappiness, quote unquote, mm. is going to affect my later on in life or the future decisions that I'm going to make? Exactly. And like what you mentioned there, it's like journaling is something that I found this year. And I can't tell you how much more aware I am of my, my thoughts, my attitudes, my behaviours because of my of my journal and, and what I'm writing. And it, it's questions are the steering wheel of the mind, right? If you ask yourself questions, why did I feel like this? What 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 was what was good about today and stuff like that? And that's when you become more open-minded of what of what's actually happening in your life and it's not about having a dear diary like like as you no. can imagine it, i think the thing that we got the that six minute diary is really good really yeah. really good but but when i when i imagine telling someone that i journal they probably think what well, you, you you journal what you write you write about dear you diary write about your, today was yeah, a good day <laughs> <laughs> you write about you write about your crushes and stuff and how, <laughs> do you know what i mean it's, it's not even about that it's that it's about being more aware of, of, of what's happening in your life and, and like I said questions of the steering wheel of the mind and not enough people asking us enough questions of themselves and of others really mm-hmm. you know you just why like my my um the six minute diary is like um what are you grateful for and it's it's got a section and I, and I recommend to anyone who's listening to this is to get onto it um so for example what are your core values are you living up to these values and beliefs in your everyday life now that's a powerful question and it's probably Mm -hmm. something you've never even thought about answering normally but getting something down like that can just it just opens your mind to what's to what's possible and and i just think we're also we're also with society with the conforming to normality and we don't even think about these things anymore because we'd rather watch the news or just scroll through Instagram looking at other people's lives. When, as I mentioned before, Lewis, we only get one life and it's mm-hmm. we should we should be doing and striving to make this the best life possible. And yeah. it's really, it's really fucking sad to see some people just sitting in the comfort zone, not growing, and it's it's wasted potential, you know? Mm-hmm. I think the sick the, the journaling part just quickly so yeah anyone listens to this Amazon type in six minute diary and get it it's like 21 pound but mm-hmm. the thing with journaling as well because I started doing it a little well tried to do it when I was in Tenerife but I think it is very difficult when you've got a blank piece of paper and you're trying to write things down personally for me I was like I can't do this because it is like we said they're the whole dear diary today my crush <laughs> winked at me or some bullshit like that, you know what yeah, I mean yeah, but yeah, like yeah. today for example it was my first day of using that book and I was like, straight away I messaged you I was like I think this is going to change my life because like the questions so I did the weekly questions um and one of them was like who is your best friend or who is your, who is the person you're closest to what's one quality that you like about them 
And what do you think they like about you? And I was like, that's a mad question. Not only are you appreciating what they're doing for you, but what do you think you do for them? And it gets you thinking, it does. It it, it puts you in a different state of mind. It's like, what, what, um, what do I do good? Because you're not going to sit there and go, oh, I do nothing. Because if you did nothing, they wouldn't be your friend. So why, exactly. why are they your friend? And I think things like that are really good. Yeah, and that's why that's what I'm saying. It creates awareness, and I think mm-hmm. that's um, that's a real um, a state of self consciousness is being self aware. Like when you're when you're aware of your actions and what you're doing, that's when I think you can control these things. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are in um, a the mindset of a victim mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this happened to me. It always happens to me. It's, I can't help it. It's just just the way I am I've always been like this yeah yeah but like people don't realize you have the power to change that you have the power to change you're the only one that has the power to change that no one else exactly once you stop giving fucking excuses you realize that you're not a victim when you stop being in the victim mindset it's not it's not in the way it's on the way okay everything happens to me everything happens for me do you know what I mean? Not to me. Don't play the victim because, like I say, you have the power to change. You have to. You have to stop saying, "Oh, I just can't. I just, you know, I just get a takeaway and can't get to the gym. I haven't got the time." It's like, look, make the time. You can make the time. Everyone's got the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. Everyone has twenty-four hours in their day. It's up to you to think about what it is you value. A good one for that is if they haven't got time, tell them to bring up their screen time on their phone. And then we'll see who doesn't have time. Exactly, and that's a, that's that's a Mr. Paul Moore. I know that working working with him, and it's true. It's true. You've oh, I'm, I haven't had the time. All right, get your get your phone out. How many hours? Let's have you a spent? look. Yeah, how many hours you spent on Instagram? Uh, it says here three hours and fifty six minutes. That's fucking. <laughs> well, there, you, well, there you go then. There you go. And like, look, I I spend a lot of time on my phone, and I'm not going to say just because it's for my work. And it is, but you know, it's it, that's the that's the trap, you know. That is the that that's the trap there. Like now, I've started, and it, it's mad. Eh? It took me this long. Put the phone in the other room. Like just mm-hmm. get it out of the way. Like my sleep has improved purely because I lock it. I lock it away. I put it. On even charge. do not disturb. When I found that in Tenerife, ridiculous. Like it's, it's something so simple. But putting it on do not disturb. It's still in my pocket. It's still. Mm-hmm exactly how it would be in everyday life but because my watch is not buzzing i'm not anticipating anything or i'm not like trying to work and i see something and i'll be like oh, i'll answer it later and then give it a couple of minutes i'm like nah, well, i know what they said when it's yeah. on do not disturb nothing comes up and it does improve your uh, productivity so much and another thing as well we said about there with like we're on is we're on our phones but it's for work mm. the difference is with, with us we're not doing a nine to five and then doing three hours of instagram we're probably adding that into the four hours of your nine to five and then trying to make the most of all the other hours they've got to think if they're sleeping for eight working for eight and then adding three hours of instagram mm. you're fucked yeah no that's it and, and another good tip for anyone that's listening is that there is a you can have downtime on so you can shut mm. off any apps i set, found that the other day yeah set, i set a time limit now like um 10 o'clock at night all my apps shut off my whatsapp my instagram i have the power to change it of course it comes up but most of the time, if I'm going to get a good night's sleep, just shut all that off, get myself into bed and just, just relax. It's so important. And I, I think, and, and that's another thing, sleep. I think everyone can do with more more sleep. 
Oh, 100%. It's just one of these things people shrug off, yeah. Yeah, I, could, I should probably slept a little bit more, but nah, you know. Was... Well, until it comes to the weekends, and they want to stay in bed till nine o'clock, but then you do it on the weekday, you're like, oh, why don't you go to bed a little bit earlier, then you feel a bit better. Nah, 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 we're staying on the phone. It's not, it's not, and I, I used to be bad. It's, I think it's when we were kids, like, you got to, you could go, you could stay, you could go to bed a little later, and then mm. gradually, as you get older, a little later, a little later, and then as you get to an adult, you're like, fuck it, I can go to bed whatever time I want. Yeah. <laughs> we still choose to go to bed at one, two in the morning and have to get up at six and be like, oh, I feel like shit. How much, how much sleep did you get? About five hours. Oh, there you go. You know, mm. it's 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 sad that people aren't willing to, to sacrifice Netflix or scrolling through social media to just get an extra one, two hours sleep. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's just like all this adds up. It's not, it's not magic. It's and that's one thing I've learned. It's just doing the basics, the things that have stood the test of time, like journaling, like meditation, going to sleep, working out. These things have been going on for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But people still are reluctant to do so. Whereas social media and stuff has been going for the last 15, 20 years, and we're we're all we're all on that now but we don't do the basics just exercising eating well sleeping mm-hmm. you know, it's not fucking rocket science nah yeah and i think people if there's one bit of value i could give to anyone today is just just go strip everything back to basics drink water mm-hmm. eat, eat i don't want to say clean or dirty foods i don't believe in that but just look at what you're consuming in terms of mm-hmm. food is it, are they whole foods? Do you know what I mean? Look at that. Look at um, your sleep. Look at just your awareness of, of what's mm-hmm. going on around you. And just shut off Instagram or anything before you, yeah. before you go to bed. And I'm telling you, you won't regret it. It's just yeah. impossible. Um, another thing for me is resistant training. Train, change my life. Um, as I said earlier, like just watching yourself get stronger. I think that links back to as well the whole um, instant gratification. If you're so obsessed and you want things to happen there and then, go do resistance training and go watch your session. Go and push yourself every single session, even if you do one or two reps more. Say if you're bent pressing, I don't know, 40 kg for 10 reps. And then next week, you're like, all right, I'll try 42 and a half. And you've got six reps. That is a number that's going up. That's your instant gratification. That is your boost. That is your bloody dopamine hit, whatever it is, just from resistance training. And this is what we, I mean, you probably hammer it home to your clients. And that's what I try and say to mine. Always push yourself. If you want your, if you want these quick fixes, you want, you're obsessed with these numbers on bloody scales, go be obsessed with the numbers in the, in the gym Mm, and watch, watch what happens two, three months down the line. Exactly. And it's just about commitment and time and Mm -hmm. uh, patience, (laughs) patience. Patience. That's literally it. It's all about patience. It's like, um, why is why is everyone in a rush to, mm-hmm. to get in shape? Why is it? Why can it not be? And it goes back to what we we're talking about. Why can you not just? And it is about instant gratification, instant reward. No one wants to do the journey anymore. No, no. one wants. No one wants that. And it's they want the magic like, pill. They want the magic pill. Look, if we could all wake up and take a tablet and get in shape, we would. But that's not how it works. But if we could all do that, then it wouldn't be as rewarding anyway. No, I don't think anyone would care about it. You wouldn't appreciate it. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be so like, oh my God, look, he's in, he's in shape. Because every, you know, even in yourself, you know, when you look at someone, you're like, oh my God, he's in shape. You know, they haven't just woken up last week and done, and done an 800 calorie diet to do it. You know, they've grafted their bollocks off for years. 
Exactly. And that's why, and that's why you're like, oh my god, that's amazing. That's why you're in awe when you see people like that because you know it takes time. Of course, and like, so, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it can come down to genetics, but oh yeah, in the most part, we are all capable of. Of it's such a shame that people don't ever take their body to the to the to the potential that it can. Human body is insane of what it can. It's like it's through evolution of what we've become. We just we just We've gone from getting strong, getting strong, getting strong to now just sitting yeah. and not moving. And like this is one thing I tell my clients. When we're kids and we're children, when we're babies, everyone wants us to walk. Everyone's like, oh my God, he took his first steps. Oh my God. As a baby, as a toddler, as a get up. But as we now, as we get older and older, we just move less and less. We've we've gone from people filming our first steps to now can't even be asked to go to the fridge do you know what oh I mean? mate i saw it with my dad <laughs> when we was in tenerife it used to it used to wind me up actually um when i was in the car we would like drive so we'd live in like a little complexy kind of thing and he'd try and find the closest part or any anywhere we go actually for that matter he'd try and find the closest parking spot to go in there i'm like what are you doing or i'd park go away and he goes oh what are you fucking do like now we've got to walk i'm like you're taking the piss like it's literally like a two minute walk i'm like this, you're trying to tell me you want to lose weight, but then you're trying to do the easiest route, the quick, the shortest thing. I was like, just these little things. We're not just, it does help. Obviously, I think people struggle to see it because it's like, well, how's a, how's a two minute extra walk going to help me? But a two minute extra walk compounded over bloody 10 months or two years. Think about it. it it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's madness that just people like, no, can't, can't be asked, can't, can't be asked, can't do it. Like Deer and Cartel talks about it, like meet up 24-7, just walk mm-hmm. more. Just walk more, it, makes, it just makes a world of difference. Just walk. People drive around and around in circles in a car park to get the closest car parking space until someone's gone, but they won't park outside the car park just to walk in. It's amazing just to see. Just to walk in, no, I can't, I can't be asked. <laughs> it's like, man, like, like I say, like when we were babies, all, all, all anyone wanted us to do was walk. Now we're adults. It's the last thing we want to do. And it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And just like, just get out of there. Walk. I'll make sure I go get, everyone says 10K steps. Like, it doesn't have to be 10K on the nose. It's just, just get It's out. a number to work towards. And it's, that would, exactly. that would, in, uh, oh, what's the word? That would try and basically get you to try and move more. Obviously, it's not a magical number. It's not going to do anything, but it's almost like something to work towards to be like, okay, what can I do now to move? Where can I move? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To get to that 10K. It's a lot of people gamify these things now. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's a game. Yeah, it's all a competition. It's, yeah, and that, and that is that is a good way of thinking of it. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like I can get, can get those steps, 10K, that's a good target. And again, it's all about having a goal. If you don't set goals, then as I said earlier about the car analogy, you're just going to be going around in circles. Mm-hmm. That's why I just I, I ask my clients, what what's it's 90 days you've done my program what results do you need to see to ask me to say fucking hell working with ricky was one of the best decisions i've made what results do you need to see because if you don't know what you want then Then you're never going to get there Mm -hmm. you know and it's and that's why it's good to to have your targets to have your goals and to have a mission of where it is you want to go yeah even a lot of things not just with us but like when i was doing my uh business coaching and stuff and they were getting you to like think about the business but it's like they ask you questions like where do you want to be in five years where do you want to be in 10 years 
Mm. One is to get you to start thinking about what you're going to do, because once you know what you're going to do, you need to start working backwards from that. So you reverse engineer that goal. So for example, you're not going to know, as you said, if you don't know where you're going, you're just going to drive around in a circle and circle and circle. However, if you know where you're going, you can be like, right, let's go. For example, I want to open a gym in 10 years. So what do I need to do in five years to get there? What do I need to do in 10 years to get there? What do I need to do tomorrow to get there, even if it's just by 1%? Exactly. And if you don't have a goal, you can't think of those steps and it's not going to start getting you in that. It's more so to get you in that mindset of what do you need to do to, in order to get there? One percent better every day, mate. One percent mm-hmm. better, and as, as people you see, if you get if you're one percent every day over the course of a year, that's three hundred and sixty-five percent better than you was, yeah. and that's a fucking big increase. And yeah. that's why it's. And again, if there's anything to any of the listeners here, is value the journey. Just value mm-hmm. the journey that you're going to go on. Don't expect it to just happen. Don't expect it to fall in the palm of your hand because that's that's not rewarding. That's not mm-hmm. rewarding. It's like it's, it's not about, worth it. No, it's just about taking slow, easy steps and enjoying the view, mm-hmm. enjoying what happens, enjoying what you become. And you look back and you go, "Fucking hell, that was over a year. Look, look how far I've come, how much I've changed." And that's what it's all about. My biggest fear is someone going to me, "Oh, Ricky, you haven't changed." Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that would break my heart. Yeah, we're supposed to change we're meant to change we're meant to grow as i've said life is a growth experience if you're not growing then you're just gonna be stuck in your ways and Mm -hmm. i don't want to be stuck in my ways i want to constantly learn and evolve like a fucking pokemon mate (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm that's what it's all about that's why that's that's why it's the next logical step is to always continue growing. And like, you never, we, we never stop growing. Yeah. Like, like again, a tree doesn't ever stop. doesn't ever stop growing. It keeps going and going. And that's a good way to look at it. It gets mm-hmm. bigger, it gets stronger. It, it has more branches and that's what, that's what it should be about. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Not hundred percent. The last thing I wanted to talk about would be touched upon yesterday. I think it's a really good thing. Um, Wasted potential because of fear. People not doing certain things, as we spoke earlier with all the whole, you can say societal norms of going out and going through the same cycle. Mm. I think people are maybe scared to do something else. For little examples like journaling, not scared to do it, but they're more so like, oh, I don't want to do it because what will my friends say about this? Or I don't want to do this because what will my friends would say that? They don't want to break the, break the mold, break the pattern of whatever it is because they're so scared of, what people will say so that's something i basically want to touch upon um i'll tell you my thing with that is that the moment you stop caring what other people think is the moment you'll begin to grow because Mm -hmm. look i'm gonna put it bluntly no one gives a fuck about you no one gives a fuck Honestly, I get it a lot all the time from my clients because oh, they're because they I work with bigger people. I'm I'm too embarrassed to go in the gym. I'm just like, look, dude, I was the same, but I realised they're not thinking about you. They're too busy thinking about what you think of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah. Do you know how fucked up that yeah. is when you think of it like that? Yeah, everyone's. We, we, we all do it. We all yeah. do it. They're not thinking about you. They're too busy thinking about what you think of them. They ain't concentrating on you mm-hmm. because they've got in they've got in in their head what you're thinking of them. 
And that's, that's it's, you know, it's catch 22. When you've removed that, remove your ego, how egotistical do you have to be to think someone's thinking about what you look like in the gym? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, how, yeah, definitely. Remove your ego. I use, I tell my clients, you know the phrase, dance like no one's watching. Mm-hmm. When you get in the gym, just lift weights like no one's watching. Just yeah. concentrate on what you're lifting. Concentrate on your technique. I get it a lot. Oh, I'm a big dude and I'm lifting small weight. So what? So what? what so what? What has that got to do with anything? Everyone has to start somewhere. Yeah. Just And they, they're not going to come up to you anyway and go, wow, you should be lifting more weight. They, they'll come up to you and go, wow, your form is fucking really good. Your technique is yeah. really good. I think that's above all else is you need to... I think when people are worried is they're worried that they're doing something wrong and that's why people are watching. And this is why we try and not even push people, but encourage people to get a coach or find a friend that you know is is good at lifting or knows the basics and just get them to teach you how to do it properly. Because if you're mm-hmm. if you're doing things right, there is no need for people to watch you. They don't care. They don't care how much you're lifting. Usually the only time people are watching you is if you're doing something that's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And you're letting your ego get in the way and you're like, oh no, I'm lifting loads of weights. So it doesn't really matter. But if you can lift properly, you don't need to worry. Exactly. And like it is, and it is like you say, going back about the fear, the fear of being different. Like I've, me, I've started putting videos up on, on my Instagram and putting up real, you know, personal stuff about what I've gone through. And that, I think that it's because I've removed of what I think, what other people think of me. Mm-hmm. I don't really care if you don't if you don't you don't like what I'm doing. Just fucking unfollow me. Yeah, like yeah. Do. do you know yeah. what I mean? Just too many people are worried about what other people think of them. When, as I just mentioned, they don't give a fuck. No one mm. cares about you. And the moment you realise that is the moment you'll concentrate on yourself. Like, yeah. Like people like oh, like um like I say, one of my clients. I don't want to go into the gym. I'm too big, dude. Get in there. Just get in there. I know it's scary. Believe me, I've been there. I know exactly what it's like, but I've given you the blueprint of what you need to do. You've got everything on the app that I use. Just follow that. You totally ignore everyone. Just ignore mm-hmm. everyone. Forget what they think. And that is when you'll be at your most powerful is when you completely remove your ego and concentrate on what needs to be done. Having your goal, having your target. But yeah, you're totally right about the fear. We're all fearful of what other people are going to say, or they're going to whisper about us, or what are the... I don't care. Oh, yeah. Care. I, I get it as well. I mean, I'm still in the thing of, oh, what, what are people going to think? But then now what I try and do is do it anyway to maybe help people that are... Because obviously help people that are watching, as they may not even care, but there might be that one person that's a bit nervous doing this, doing that. And then they're thinking, do you know what? He doesn't give a fuck. And yeah. I hope to like empower people think, oh, I don't give a fuck either. Let me just do what I want to do. So this yeah. is the mindset that I'll try and go through with, with the stories and that. And what, like you said, sharing your vulnerabilities and stuff is to help those people just be like, just stop giving a fuck. Yeah. You, give you, a fuck about things that are important. Not like, oh, what, what's fucking Larry from down the road thinking about me? Exactly. Is Larry going to do anything for your life? No. So fuck Larry. Sorry yeah. if there's anyone listening to this called Larry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Larry. But honestly, <laughs> stop giving a shit about what I'm doing. Mm. Um, but it's, yeah, like I say, and I don't fucking sound like a broken record. Just, just once you forget about what other people think and you concentrate on yourself, that is when you become unstoppable because 
there's nothing holding you back then because that's the main the the one the one thing we're all scared of is not being good enough not being accepted when really that's what society's told us to be accepted to be yeah. not normal but the people that have an astronomical vision that 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 aren't normal are the ones that normally go far because mm. they've totally they don't want to do that they want to be different and and it's all been born out of Lewis of getting into the gym that I've, I've, this mindset's been created for me. It's because yeah. it's, it's just made me feel like it's made me feel unstoppable. I can do it's, anything. It's a one man sport as well. So you're competing against yourself. And when you start watching yourself get better, it's going to, that's going to pour into so many other areas of your life, your relationships, mm-hmm. the relationship with yourself, the relationship with food, the, thoughts you have in your head whatever it is is all going to come from that mm. because you're positively impacting you're positively positively impacting the opinion that you have on yourself yeah and like we said earlier about your palate and what you and what you consume mm. like if you have if you if you treat yourself like shit then unfortunately you're going to be shit mm-hmm. if you say oh i'm fucking i'm fat i used to do it all the time self-deprecation it's the biggest killer biggest killer i'm fat yeah yeah just fat rick yeah 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 like if you accept that then that you will never change mm-hmm. you have to you have to break from that you have to i'm not saying think positive thoughts it's not about that it's about watch what you say about yourself because if you're just negative about yourself then you will do negative stuff you will never improve you've just gotta you've got to think i can fucking do this empower yourself empower what's possible and when you do that you will you can become unstoppable you can achieve anything you want because you've taken your ego out you've you're stronger because you've you've got in the gym you're treating your body like it should be treated you're not treating it like shit and as we said it compounds you just want once you conquer your your mental well-being and your physical well-being you're like right what the fuck is next on the list? What am I, what am I, I'm, I'm ready. I can achieve anything now because I have, I've achieved that confidence. I've got to that level of confidence now because as we said, you can't just have confidence delivered to your front fucking door. It doesn't work like that. You need to get to that stage. And then once you have that confidence, you go, what else am I going to do? Even silly things. Like I might even sing on a karaoke. I don't normally like singing, but I feel mm. more confident to just try something new or, you know, go go-karting or something or, or go in to a salsa class or, or, or bungee jump. It just, it, it seriously compounds, but it's about taking the first step of that journey. And that's where you and I come in. I think we're in the game of changing people's lives, getting people down the right path, and then they can do anything. They can mm-hmm. really, they really can do anything, but it's about, it's about getting the confidence in the first place. And, and as, as we've said, you can only achieve that by doing something to gain the confidence. And that's where I think getting in shape and, and treating your body right, it, it, it only compounds. And I'm just really excited for the future and, and, and helping more people realise that they can fucking do anything they want. They just need the kickstart up the arse. That's the, that's the problem. They need the support. And I think that's where we come in. And that's why it's such a, a rewarding job. Amazing. No, I think you just summed all of that up perfectly from the podcast. Um, I think the main Amazing. key point is 
we can obviously help you with all these things that we've spoken about. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to you. And if you can't make a decision, then it's never going to change. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. If you, you have to, we can't force you to do anything. If you have been listening and this, and you like what you've heard and you think that's what you want from life, then we're here to, we're here to help. It, we, that's all we can do. We're here to give you advice and give you the blueprint, but we can't do the work for you. No, I can't, I can't go to the toilet for you. you know what I mean? In that sense, I can't, <laughs> can't do cook that. your meals for you. Yeah. I can't do that for you, but I can give you the support. We can give you the support, everything you need to really make a difference. And as we mentioned throughout the whole podcast, change is good. Don't be afraid of change because change equals growth and growth equals, in my opinion, success, more, more life. Yeah. Success and more life opportunities to do yeah. other things. You're, 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 you're blossoming into this beautiful tree and you've got all these branches going on and you, and you stand out, you stand out from the crowd and yeah. One thing I could say is be a creator, not a consumer, be a difference maker. Amazing. Amazing. Right. So I'm going to let you, we're going to finish off there. And now two minutes of that went really well, but uh, I'm going to let you plug anything you want to Instagram, whatever it is, let people know where they can find you. Just as I said at the beginning, um, Ricky Ferrari, uh, that is my real name, by the way. That's not something that I uh, <laughs> I got from a series. I thought it was made up. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Lewis did think it was made up. And I just want to shout out to Lewis. Who's, um, we we met through Instagram. I've never met the guy in real life. And I I, I honestly believe we've become good friends. And that's just through. Definitely. Well, we media. talk every day since that, uh, since that conversation. Exactly, mate. And I, I'm real pleasure for inviting me on here. You're a fucking top guy. And you've got passion about what you do. And... I, and I and I love it, and it just goes to show what's possible. What's possible mm-hmm. when you when you find like-minded people, um, you you don't, especially in this digital age, you don't you don't always need to be in person. You can uh, you can find good friends um, just through fucking Instagram, apparently. So yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But, but no, yeah, uh, Ricky Ferrari at Ferrari Fitness ninety three. Uh, I'm always up for a chat. Uh, I put some content on there, mindset. Um, sharing my stories, my vulnerabilities, and I'm always, I'm always willing to help someone. And yeah, just give me a shout out, and uh, I look forward to to hearing the feedback from from the podcast. And um, I've really, I've really enjoyed this, mate. Really enjoyed. Yeah, this. no, no, it's been really, really good. I've a lot, a lot of good points. So I yeah. hope there's a there's some good take homes for people that are listening to this. But uh, we'll definitely get you on the well. I say we i'll definitely get you on the future i'm going to do recurring people anyway so we'll give it a few months then we'll see where you are and hopefully uh life's going to change for both of us legend mate legend i love that yeah. amazing man. right well i'm going to finish the podcast the same way that i always do which is do better be better feel better and live better and i'll see you guys in the next episode